Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to ClientsExcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. All right. Thank you for joining us for episode 9797 of the Excel in Retirement show. Well, big things have been happening around our house. Our new daughter, Ansley Piper, was born uh, recently, earlier in the month, and she weighed about nine pounds and five ounces. And she is doing well, and Mallory, my wife, is doing well. When Amelia, our four-year-old, saw Ansley for the first time, she said, I'm going to love this. We know she'll be a wonderful big sister, and we feel so very blessed with the arrival of our new baby girl. Uh, When Ansley was born, it was no surprise, though, when she would arrive because her birth was scheduled. We knew exactly when to arrive at the hospital, and we knew it was going to be early in the morning. And so it was very planned. It was very unlike (laughs) uh, or is, is a lot different than when Amelia was born. After the baby is born at the hospital, though, the baby stays with the mom in her room. And the first night after Ansley's birth, she decided she wanted she wanted to continue taking in all of her new surroundings, and she wanted to do this all night long. So we had about uh, zero sleep. It was next to nothing as far as sleep. And so the following day, we felt like zombies. And then that second night, we had a similar experience, and we struggled to get Ansley settled and get her sleeping. When the head nurse came in in the middle of the night to check on us, I guess we must not have been coherently answering questions because she asked if we wanted her to take Ansley for a few hours so we could sleep, and we readily agreed. The next morning, the mer- this nurse lady had uh, come back that had watched Ansley, and she was talking to us and making conversations, and she explained how busy she had been the night before with all the new people coming in and so forth. And she didn't say this for sympathy. She was just making conversation and said it in passing. But since that night, we, me and Mallory, have thought repeatedly how this act of kindness this lady extended to us was so helpful. And it makes me remember the adage that this is a paraphrase, but sometimes it's said people remember less what you told them and more how you made them feel. And that is so true. People remember less about what we say to them and more about the way we make them feel. We felt deeply appreciative of this gesture and will remember it for many years. It was a good reminder, though, to be conscientious about how our actions impact those around us. We have an opportunity each day to positively or negatively affect those we come into contact with. And so that was uh, a thought I recently had about a recent experience there. So. What we have done here is we have put together a guide, and I can email this over to you, but I'm going to talk through it for folks that are considering retiring. And maybe you're wondering about how to go about ensuring you have your ducks in a row. 
So I'll share some actionable tips for you about how you can make informed decisions about how to begin the retirement planning process. We all want to be informed, so hopefully this is helpful for you. And uh, what we what we mention often when we start this is that Senator Rob Portman, I believe he's in Tennessee, stated a few years ago that 10,000 baby boomers retire every day. He wrote this in a Wall Street Journal article that I'll link to in the show notes. But that's a lot of people who need to know the most advantageous steps to take on their path to retirement. Now, the goal with any financial planning in retirement should start with attempting to help you avoid common pitfalls that stand between you and a successful retirement or pitfalls that you may encounter along the way. With our clients, we start with the question, how much does it take to pay your bills each month? If you don't know this number, this is step one. And I have a helpful guide that I can email to you, a worksheet that will help you uh, categorize your expenses. And if you'd like that, just shoot me an email at connect at clientsexcel.com. Uh, but figuring out what your monthly expenses are is step one. We consider what your utilities are, your food costs, gas, health insurance, entertainment costs, any kind of gifts that you give, and any other recurring expenses, stuff that is going to come up on a schedule every month. And so we try to figure out and ascertain what that number is. Basically, it is how much money leaves your bank account each month. This is our starting base. If we don't know this number, then everything else we do is guesswork. And I don't know about you, but I don't like having to hope when I can know. We can know this, and so we don't have to hope that we have it right. And so that tends to give people peace of mind when we can make things more concrete. So the next area that we help our clients with is determining how to get the most out of their Social Security benefits. This decision can result in the difference of literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. It is not uncommon for folks to come into our office and for us to run a Social Security timing report and for it to be a difference of $100,000, $200,000 with how or when they claim Social Security. So if they wait longer and they live a long life, it could be the matter of, a, of, of hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's not, that's not far-fetched at all. Statistically, though, most people claim Social Security at 62. And I was just speaking to a gentleman today that is coming up on 62. And his comment was, I want to go ahead and claim because I don't know if Social Security will be there. And that's a common question that we get. And that has been a question for many years. And that comes down to one of those situations where or one of those uh thought process is that we can only make decisions with the information we have. We do not know what the future holds, and so we just have to take uh, into consideration that Social Security will probably be there in some capacity when we get to the age to claim. And so that's what we can make decisions with because that's the knowledge we have. And I believe that that is all we will be held ultimately responsible for if you were looking at things from a macro standpoint or trying to make the best decisions overall. Uh, but for each year you delay taking your benefits of Social Security, of course, it's going to increase. And someone that takes their benefits early will be decreasing it by 25 to 30 percent potentially. And so as opposed to if they waited till their full retirement age, for most people, it is 66 in some months or 67. 
but it's right either 66, 67 for most folks right now, what their full retirement age is. Claiming early, though, and living a long life, it could result in leaving a lot of money on the table. Now, here's a fun fact. Did you know that there are more than 567 sets of calculations and 81 age combinations that are in play with claiming Social Security? That's a lot. 567 sets of calculations and 81 age combinations. So how do we deal with that? We use sophisticated software to analyze these calculations to demonstrate how our clients can get the most out of Social Security. Now, here's a question. If your financial advisor has not talked to you about your Social Security benefits, ask yourself if you think that's an important conversation. I believe it is. The Social Security Administration states that the program is designed for the average person to get 60% of their income from a source other than Social Security. For many people, there will be an income gap between what Social Security will pay and what you'll need for living expenses. And so we look at the most practical ways to shore up this deficit, and we look for investments that will be as consistent as possible to shore up this deficit. We then segment a portion of our client's portfolio for their income needs. And so we create an income bucket for them to take income from. This allows our clients to have a plan for covering their expenses. This strategy may allow you to invest more aggressively in your equity positions because your base income needs are covered. We search for investments that are appropriate for our clients' risk tolerance and overall financial planning goals. And so let's go on to the next part of this. We then consider what our clients' health care needs are. If we're under 65 years old, our choices are a little bit different than if we're over 65. If a person is no longer working, we connect our clients with our strategic partners who specialize in health insurance. In my opinion, it's a little bit more straightforward if our clients are over 65 because they will typically have access to Medicare. And for most people, the federal government will pay 80% of our health insurance after we cover our Part A deductible and we pay our Part B premium. And so our Part B premium comes out every month, and our Part A deductible would only be applicable if we go into the hospital. Part A is our hospital coverage, and Part B is our outpatient care. If you're seen at the emergency room but not admitted, Part A would cover you, but if you are just seen there at the emergency room, Part B would cover you. So uh, you only get Part A if you're admitted to the hospital, or it only covers you if you're admitted to the hospital. If we've started receiving Social Security, our Medicare Part B premium will be deducted from our Social Security payment. So that cost that the government charges for Part B scales with our income and normally increases in small increments on a yearly basis but that'll just come off the top of our Social Security if we're already claiming Social Security. We then have a dilemma of whether to use a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement to cover the 20% of our health care costs that we are responsible for. Remember, Medicare covers 80% and our responsibility is the other 20%. While Medicare Advantage plans are great at keeping our monthly out-of-pocket costs low, I prefer using a Medicare supplement. With a Medicare supplement, we can see any healthcare provider who accepts Medicare, and the out-of-pocket uh, tends to be more predictable in my experience. 
Lastly, though, we want to educate our clients on the best ways to get a Part D prescription drug plan. And so Part D is if for any prescriptions we're taking. And remember, we have to take Medicare when we get to be 65 if we don't have credible coverage. And we don't have to get a supplement or advantage plan, theoretically, but we have to start that 80 percent paying the Part B premium and so forth and uh, and get a drug plan. Otherwise, we will be penalized. So another important consideration is what we're going to do for long term care. While nobody wants to plan our demise, it may be important to consider how you'll pay for any long term care expenses you or your spouse may encounter. Now, the government states that 70 percent of us will need some kind of long term care. But what we found is most long term care products are not palatable because they're one of those use it or lose it scenarios. And it's a lot like our automobile insurance, our homeowners insurance. If we don't have a fire, we don't have an accident. We've kind of lost those premiums. And most people, when it comes to long term care, are not willing to do that. And there are other types of insurance products that have what's called a chronic illness uh, rider or features that are included with them that may be worth considering. And it's typically not a use it or lose it scenario. And so they're just added benefits on other types of insurance products that might fulfill another function. The other topics we discuss with our clients include what we can do to lessen the risk of sequence of returns issues If we experience a significant loss right before we retire or right after you retire, it may be a problem. This is compounded if you need to take income from your investments. And so it is problematic in a down market to be taking income off of your investments. And so it makes a lot of sense to have a bucket maybe that will never go down, a stable bucket, but you want that to be productively growing. And we don't have to leave it in cash to achieve this. We can talk further about that if you'd like. There's an economist named Tom Hegna, and he states that longevity is a risk multiplier. What he means is if we pass away four or five years into retirement, it does not matter really when we take Social Security or how much of our investment portfolio we are withdrawing because we only had a few years to plan for. Maybe you could have been taking 20 or 25 percent of your money out per year to spend. However, if we live 30 or 40 years in retirement, like a lot of people will, all these risks we have are multiplied. So we help our folks understand what a sustainable withdrawal rate is in retirement. So what we can effectively withdraw from our portfolio and make it last as long as possible. Then we take steps to uh, prevent our clients from running out of money. And that's a big concern for a lot of people. And we can take steps to prevent that. We then look for ways to ultimately lessen their taxes in retirement. Most people today have used tax-deferred savings vehicles like 401ks and 403bs to save. And with America's fiscal outlook seeming dim, it may be a great time to get ahead of any potential tax issues you may have in retirement as a result of using tax-deferred accounts. Finally, we believe in the power of diversity. If we are only using equities or bonds or insurance products, we may be disappointed when the economy experiences a hardship. We don't use one financial product at the exclusion of others. We seek to be holistic and comprehensive in our approach. And so this is our guide for how we help folks uh, navigate the retirement planning process and get started. Hopefully you found this guide helpful. I'd love to know if you did. My number is 864-641-7955. 
or you can email me at connect at clientsexcel.com. I hope you have a great day, and we'll be back next week for another episode. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.